I had a... This week has just been so weird. Um, yes. Honestly, the whole world has been weird for a while now. Um, because of the victor of round nine of pop culture combat. You I know, know it um, shifted the landscape. People are furious. Yeah. Have you heard any response at all about no, it? No, zero. No, yeah. no one cares. <laughs> Understandably. Yeah. Times are uh, times are tough out there. People are like, we don't have time for this. <laughs> You know, uh, we, we didn't do pop culture combat for such a long time that when we brought it back, I was like, okay, here we go. This will uh, bring some uh, oh, levity or whatever to our, sure. our uh, vast listener base. Mm-hmm. And then also society was like, no, there's some grievous shit that went down yeah. and we need to uh, have try an to get epic some response. Yeah. Yeah. So our timing is bad. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Just generally speaking, right? Uh, two, we also... Uh, record it we record on sunday so it's sunday morning now but uh mm-hmm. last week we did as well and then we release on tuesdays and then we had talked about a, a little bit about that stuff on uh that sunday and then mm-hmm. we were like man by tuesday everything's going to change and fuck it did because it was like a medium blackout that day and we were like yep. whoops yep i had no <laughs> it clue. comes out at 2 a.m sorry yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the landscape changes so fast um uh-huh. yeah it's tough but yeah uh, along with this uh the the i don't want to call them riots the protests um and then people some people looting um there was a a famous youtuber who was caught looting at a mall um jake paul and do you know jake paul is no i've heard of logan paul okay that's my point so yeah i had heard of is he the jake Busey of the pauls of the pauls he is that's a wow what a great way to describe him (laughs) But here's the thing. I had heard about Jake Paul and Logan Paul over the years. Um, Mm -hmm. Logan Paul, I think, was the one that went to the suicide forest in Japan or whatever and like did like a really bad video, like a a live stream or whatever. He was being the ugliest possible American. Exactly. He needs to get out of here. Yeah. And they're like, so I've always been like, oh, he's a horrible person. But Brent, here's here's my point. The younger Jake Paul uh, got arrested, apparently, for looting. Um, he's being charged for that. Um, Logan Paul, I guess, has kind of changed his ways and gotten better. But mm-hmm. until about three days ago, I didn't know there were two of them. Oh, yeah. No. I, right? I, I didn't know until now. <laughs> okay, I was this. <laughs> I was yes. this years old. Okay, good. I realized, yeah. I'm not alone. I've heard yeah. about him i always thought something paul and i've i realize now i've heard both of those names and never connected it because i always just didn't care about him i put him to the back of my brain but i was heard Mm -hmm. the most vile shit about him and it turns out it's two of them and that's why i keep hearing so much vile shit because they're both vile Mm -hmm. brothers who are out there doing all this shitty things all these shitty things so uh yeah i thought that was just so weird though this whole time i was like oh that's one person Mm-hmm. And then I was like, because they look alike too, like they're clearly brothers, but they look very similar. Never would have known the difference. But uh, there you go. You learn something new every day. I don't even know what they look like mm-hmm. enough. Like I've, I remember seeing some like photos of uh, Logan Paul. Is I that guess the, the original one. I don't know. Uh, that's, yeah, <laughs> I think he's the I'm older one. I'm lost in the Paul timeline at this <laughs> yeah. point. I need Tony Stark to go through and make a fucking Mobius machine or whatever, and mm-hmm. and a. Uh, so we can travel back and, and crack this code. But um, I think I remember he's like a like a blonde white guy yeah. with semi shaggy hair. Oh, that's or whatever. still really bright. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that looks like it. Yeah. yeah. That's what uh, it looks like. Yep. And then Jake, though, looks very similar, I think. Um, 
also like a yeah i don't even know because it, it literally came up with some of the same pictures it's, it's the same guy i don't know what to tell you <laughs> google's like i don't fucking know this guy's a douchebag both of them are fuck it yeah there are some photos of them side by side so they do exist yep. uh both of them but yeah um bunch of trash brothers from what i understand but i, I, just I heard that so they're weird. their third brother uh paul ryan is also trash he <laughs> his his original name was ryan paul uh-huh. but he like swapped it you know just so totally to, like throw people off the scent but yeah he's you know he's hanging out at uh venues where papa roach previously played obviously they're oh. shut down now sure. um but you know he's he's still out there making his just rounds by himself by himself yeah mm-hmm. licking the uh the stadium seating you know oh, wow that's very yeah. descriptive wearing a backwards baseball cap with the <laughs> hair tuft poking out of it like he's kit cloud kicker from tailspin oh fuck mm-hmm. yeah lifting <laughs> seven and a half pound weights <laughs> so he's buff he's buff nice yeah, yeah. i mean i don't know i got a five pounder over there that's pretty heavy Mm-hmm. Yeah, hanging out at uh, reopened malls you know waiting in line at glamour shots to get his, his photo taken of him <sighs> even lifting bro um yeah that sounds like a sexy photo op mm-hmm. yeah it's cut his life it. into pieces that is his last resort <laughs> you know man you not you never miss an opportunity to throw in some papa roach lyrics do you think that uh jacoby shaddix the lead singer of papa roach mm. do you think when he uh goes on vacation he gets pissed off at the um the the place he goes and he's like, I'm never coming back here. I'm never doing this again. This is my last resort. Yeah. I think okay. he said that a number of times. Cool. Okay. To but get he what keeps he going back. So he's exactly. like, you know what? Maybe it's a little bit harsh. You mm-hmm. know, I don't know. I'll give it one more shot. He goes there. Not enough uh, uh, liquor in his Mai Tai. <sighs> Ugh, that's the worst. Spikes it on the ground. It doesn't shatter because it's, it's, you know, they're plastic cups. Mm-hmm, they look mm-hmm. like glassware, but it's plastic. It's by the pool. It, yeah. Yeah. It yep. just kind of rolls up. It gets pool water in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then you still but, drink it? I mean, probably. Like I would, obviously. Especially during this time. Especially I mean, I hear during that this time. COVID doesn't spread fine. through water, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. I'd love All to you drink have to do is go cool swimming water. and hold your eyes open in <laughs> yeah. chlorinated water. It's fine. It gets rid of it. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. I don't dislike the idea but yeah. i i do not like it mm-hmm. so do you think while he's on vacation he goes to get an ice cream sundae but he bites down on it it's like this is too cold this is my last dessert <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think he probably does <laughs> okay cool uh-huh. i thought so too that's why i said it so yeah i'm glad you're on the same page um i don't I, I don't know any other songs of theirs besides that one, too. So mm-hmm. most of this bit could have been more lines from theirs that I didn't laugh at that I don't even know that you were pulling out. <laughs> That's, I kept it safe, <laughs> yeah. you know? I know where my bread is buttered. So. <laughs> if I said something about a broken home, I think you'd just be like, oh, okay. i this... be like, wow, it's harsh. Okay. Yeah, it's harsh. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, you know? no, it's more lyrics. No, no. It's fine. <laughs> You're like doing deep cuts that I have no mm-hmm. idea. Yeah. Sometimes it happens. I don't really know a lot mm-hmm. of Papa Roach back in the day like mm-hmm. that shit, but you know the no. the their album cover to their first album is just a a zoomed in picture of a roach. Like they were very Ooh, yeah. on the nose with uh-huh. it. It's like, hey guys, in case you don't understand, we have the word roach in our name. 
did they do like a papa part of it too? I don't know how a you what? a papa. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, he has a beer gut. He's ashing. <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> yeah, he's ashing a cigarette he's on a toddler. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Ooh, yeah. That's just a street of cockroaches. I really don't like cockroaches. They they just move weird. They creep me out. I don't like it. Uh, yeah, and they look it, weird. Like I. It's just like, what are you doing here? Like, are you helping mm-hmm. out? Like, spiders? I don't. I prefer spiders not be inside my house. Sure. But I will like scoop them up and like take them outside. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I try not to kill them, if at all possible. I think I've seen you do that. Bring one yes. outside before, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I took it outside, kicked its ass a little bit, told him to get out. Go you, on now, get. You said I'm the spider man in this house. That's right. <laughs> Want to see me sling some web? <laughs> yeah, you went in and jerked off. Yeah, I went and jerked. Yeah, because you know I get such a high from <clears throat> catch and release, sure. and I was like, I saved the spider's life. I'm so excited. Turned on. I gotta, get, I gotta get it out of me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, cockroaches, like I don't feel like they they do anything. Um, oh yeah, I was talking about spiders. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like the spiders will at least like keep uh, smaller bugs from like getting in, like mosquitoes and whatnot. Yeah. They'll like catch them and, and yeah, I'm uh, cool with that. You know, eat them, shit them out. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen a spider shit. I know. Do they shit? I imagine they have to. Or do they use like all of its, all of it, like, like all of it? They just absorb yeah. all of it. Is that what they do? Is that I where don't... webs come from? Yeah. Do they like make it into webs? Or At some point well, the spider's making webs with its spinneret. Does some like doo doo get caught in it? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Spider. A spider knows if it's. I wonder if it like feels different to make a web versus poop. Like, does it have the same like sensation? Uh, wait. <laughs> Say that again. Will that by me again? <laughs> so, if, if a spider is is pooping, uh huh, is it also? Does it also feel like it could be making a web? Like, is it a comparable huh. feeling? Yeah. What does the web feeling feel like, basically? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does it feel like release emptying? Mm-hmm. Does it does it feel like a really long ropey poop? Like, uh, you know, like when a spider first starts making a web, it will like leap from one thing to another mm-hmm. just to like make that first connective thread. Yeah. I wonder how many times in nature that a spider has jumped from you know the side of a house to like uh uh like a a chair or something mm-hmm. sure, sure. to uh to make the web turned around looked there's no web but then it looks down and it's like oh there's a poop uh, it's oh, pooping. god damn it i gotta walk all the way back over there i uh looked up spider poop on the googles and okay. uh sometimes i just love google because you get a you get a response and you're just like oh that's interesting i just looked up spider poop and the first mm-hmm. hit was how safe is spider poop have a save? That's what like, I, what? like it has a machete. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this spider poop is hanging out outside oh my, God. my house. It has a Jason Voorhees mask on. Oh God! Also, a Freddy Krueger claw. Strange. Ugh, uh, I really shouldn't have looked up spider poop. Uh, it just—it's gross. It's basically—it just looks like little black dots, but then it showed a lot of spiders, and now I'm scared. Oh, okay. I don't like that. Are you okay? I. W- yeah, I'm fine. You I didn't look, look it up. I would never. No. <laughs> the amount of stuff in your Google search. I know, right? <laughs> squirrel dicks from when we had. Uh... <laughs> That's right. 
Dave Roberts on. Man, if I ever yeah. got in trouble, they'd be like, this mm-hmm. guy's into some messed up shit. You're like, listen, I have a podcast. Yeah. God, it's even worse than we thought. He's <laughs> yeah. one of those. Please don't use it as evidence. <laughs> Please don't subject the cherry. <laughs> oh, man. Well, yeah. I think with that, we're. I think we should just, we're doing it, Brent. Sure. I always say your name there, and I shouldn't, but you know what? I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And I tooted. And welcome to Let's Talk About <laughs> Stuff. Uh, yeah, it's... Uh, we're going to have a good show, you know? Sure. We're trying to be loose, give a little mm-hmm. thing back to the world, just a little mm-hmm. fun. And uh, I've been watching a lot of shit this week, so I think you yeah. have too. It'd be kind of fun to talk about whatever. Sure. Sounds good. Um, are we going to mention uh, next week's show or lack of show at the end? Uh, we might as well just mention it at the top here. Good, because you know? I already started it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anything to save an edit point. There you go. Yeah, so uh, we're we're taking next week off, mm-hmm. um, and uh, but we'll be back after that for an epic 150th episode. Oh, wow. Do we have plans? No, have not even <laughs> thought about it. Time has really caught up with us. Oh, seriously, it's June now. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. That's right. I saw um, yeah, something yesterday about uh, the Tiger King documentary on Netflix that everybody was talking about. Tiger oh, King, yeah. is that what it is? That yeah. everybody was so into. And I was like, yeah, that was like last year, right? That was March 20th. It came out on yep. March 20th. Yep. Of this That's year. insane. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. like, that at least really came out in like January. No. Mm-hmm. That was like the height of like staying at home. That's crazy. Yeah. Or like this is mm-hmm. the beginning. Beginning of mm-hmm. staying at home. Wow. But that's, yeah, when things really started going bonkers. Yeah. So people yeah. needed that release. But I was like, mm-hmm. man, it feels like forever ago. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, uh, on that note, um, mm-hmm. we wanted to mention something again. We kind of talked about it a little bit last week uh, with the protests and Black Lives Matter movement. But uh, basically, I, I honestly don't know what I said <laughs> during that. I was kind of shell-shocked with everything going on. I still kind of mm-hmm. am. Uh, I'm definitely in support of all the protesters. I wish I could be out there, too. But yeah. I'm also terrified of COVID. And mm-hmm. I don't really go anywhere generally uh yeah. and i haven't been and so it kind of freaks me out that so many people are just out there but uh one thing i was going to mm. mention that i had seen i think on twitter that someone pointed out uh, an analogy uh they said um covid is like imagine like uh, a bunch of killer bees attacked the united states or the world and we mm. were all like you need to go at everybody needs to stay inside there are killer bees but then your friend is outside and he got attacked by a bear well now yep. you have to go outside and fight the bear and I'm like, yeah. all right, that's cool. Like, that <laughs> yeah. makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, but I also wanted to mention uh, one of our podcast friends, uh, Austin Wilson, had mm-hmm. retweeted something the other day that I found really helpful. Because uh, as a, a white male, I've really felt like, for one, I don't tweet a lot. I don't really, I, I kind of lurk on social media or I retweet things at best. Mm-hmm. I don't generally write a lot. So I felt for me, it'd be kind of weird to go out there and put like the the black square up. I, I haven't posted on Instagram in, like a year or two. Yeah. So like to do that felt like disingenuous basically, or like mm-hmm. I was just trying to be part of the pack. Um, and so I've been feeling like I don't really know what my voice is. They don't necessarily need my voice, but also nobody can be silent, you know, right. in this moment. So uh, someone, uh, Austin had, had retweeted, um, one that really helped me kind of give perspective. I was going to read a little bit of it. 
uh, just before we get into the rest of the show. But um, sometimes it's it's nice to have uh, someone give you kind of a, a way in. So first off, they had said, uh, you know, if you're overwhelmed, start small, consume something with your money, music, movies, whatever. So I've been trying to do that. They also said to like circle back to the trauma stuff later and just once a day, try to find something for yourself to um, learn about the, you know, black lives or whatever in general, something about that struggle. Uh, and this right. guy's named David B uh, at Hermanos uh, on Twitter, who had posted this. Um, and then uh, basically at the end, he was like, um, You'll probably mess up while trying to help and feel pretty bad about it, but it feels worse than it actually is, especially compared to the opposite. Apologies are free, and so is learning. Study what you did wrong and, ch and charge it to the game. Do better tomorrow. And then at the end, he says, use your platform to make plain, direct, declarative statements. Black Lives Matter. That's it. So right. basically, mm -hmm. I think you and I, from you and I, in our show, um, anybody that has a platform you know, can feel free to speak out and probably needs to at this point. So uh, definitely from us, Black Lives Matter. Absolutely. And, and that's it. Yeah. Anything to add from you, though? So I saw a, a post on, I believe it was Twitter. Um, it was a, a sign of this little girl, and she was holding up a sign that said, like, um, obviously we know that, like, all lives matter, including black lives, and that's the the, the, the point they were making. Mm -hmm. It's like, we're not being exclusion. Tory and Nary, <laughs> right? Um, I want that to be the title so bad, but I don't know how to spell it. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. I think we're exclusionary. Not, exclusion. I know you mentioned that. I don't know like how you do that. We're, we're not uh, excluding people. There you uh, go. Speaking but simpler. we do want to shine a spotlight on uh, <clears throat> on those who yeah. are. Um, are uh, unjustly targeted so yeah. uh absolutely yeah black lives not uh good lord black lives matter <laughs> see Boy, it's so hard i just got canceled oh or, no it's just well. it's a it's a weird time it makes me think yeah. to <clears throat> the black lives matter thing versus all lives matter or whatever mm -hmm. i used to be one of those white guys that um would be like why why can there be a bet a black entertainment television and why can't sure. there be like you couldn't come out with a a wet uh, yeah. a white entertainment television they'd be like that's racist and it's i i didn't understand like i i never thought that that was a bad argument necessarily i was just like well yeah like why can't mm -hmm. you why can you do one and not the other it just doesn't really make sense and then i someone had pointed out one time they were like everything we consume is just white yeah. naturally like that's mm -hmm. or not naturally just the way we've structured things um yeah. so like the black experience is the one that has been harmed or mm -hmm. they have not given been given the opportunities so they can make a black entertainment television and that is fine but yeah. you could not because you are the ones in power as the white patriarchy right basically i just love my gender and my <laughs> race it's uh seriously i don't <laughs> at this point i'm like man all these whiteies uh don't want to be part of it uh, i don't want to hang out mm -hmm. with them it's just <clears throat> just weird times but uh you know we're all trying to to do our part and whatever and uh i i've been really kind of shell-shocked about everything i I'm, mm -hmm. I'm trying to feel hopeful i like that people are out there but at the same time i'm just so scared for all the violence against people and then the covid stuff too so it's just mm -hmm. crazy living through history man it is it really so. is yeah especially like one piggybacking on top of the other yeah um it's yeah it's it's, it's a lot it's a lot and it's um I but I definitely see the justification of people like taking to the streets over mm -hmm. this during a pandemic, you know. Yeah. It's like this is how incensed 
everyone yeah. is and rightly so and I, I thought about it yesterday too about um there are so many people like myself who are unemployed mm-hmm. now because of the pandemic so there's a lot more people that just have the opportunity to go out and yeah, it's true. like yeah take the opportunity while you have it if yeah if half the country is unemployed then yeah let's all go fucking you know protest that sounds kind of great <laughs> so my uh my uh, old go-to joke for well how come there's not a white entertainment television mm. i would be like there is it's called cbs bitch <laughs> burn <laughs> yeah see what does cbs do is that like i feel like that's like big bang theory uh yeah is that all of stuff uh 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 god because that makes uh, me think what is that like, show what is uh <laughs> everybody loves raymond oh you know, yeah that type okay. of stuff this awesome. was like going back, you know. Oh, sure. Several years, but uh, but yeah. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. that. Um, well, yeah, so we just wanted to mention that because, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like we all have to. So, um, but for the rest of the show, we're going to try to keep it light and yeah. uh, just kind of have fun. So mm-hmm. uh, I think without further ado, we're just going to get into stuff that we have been consuming. Yes. Do you want to start us off or you want me to? What do you want to do? Sure. First thing I've consumed, coffee. Okay. <laughs> I'm fucking tired. <laughs> Oh, I have to say, I'm working on three hours of sleep right now, and I'm oh fairly hungover. So, uh, <laughs> but I feel like I'm chipper. I got my Dr. Pepper here; it's keeping me awake. There you go. Yeah. There you go. You get chipper with Dr. Pepper. Oh, it's practically medicine. It's got Dr. It right such. there in the title. Damn straight. I'm gonna tell my mom that. <laughs> Joe Rogan says it'll help cure what ails you. Oh man, he also uh, starts lifting. It. Do what? Yeah. <laughs> he floats in his uh what he has one of those tanks. Uh sensory deprivation yeah, tanks. But it's yeah. just full of Dr. Pepper. I've man, you know what? I've wanted to do one of those sensory deprivation too. tanks. But I'm also like somewhat terrified because mm-hmm. as we've discussed on previous episodes, I don't like uh water and murkiness and like mm. not knowing what's there. Sure. And I've heard that when you're in those tanks and your body's just like floating there. It starts to feel like you're in like a giant like cavern or something like that, mm-hmm. and your yeah, you mind starts to wander yeah. just naturally. And I'm like, I'm going to think a fucking plesiosaur <laughs> is going to come eat my ass. Not like eat my ass, not like a millennial, <laughs> but you know, just like digest me, like chomp me up and digest me. Um, what if he I came know. and swooped below your legs and you got to ride him like Falcor in the Neverending <gasps> Story? Oh my god. That'd be kind of amazing, right? That would be fantastic, yeah. Like, what if you had an ex- like a dinosaur experience, but a good one? Oh. And maybe you do get your booty licked. <laughs> <laughs> I get out of the tank and I go up to the, uh, the reception desk. And say, how do I uh, make my next trip? Uh, how do I book this next one immediately? How, do, how can this happen? Oh, man. I imagine, is it the, the Lophosaurus? The one with the, that spits the venom in Jurassic Park and has the, the big thing that... Gets mm-hmm. the big uh, the big fan. That's yeah, the not, big fan. It's, it didn't actually have that in real life. That's uh, right. Sorry. Well, uh, that's just not well, nature. Well, imagine it's but, real because I want to see it's that. Real. Yeah, <laughs> it's like going to town and it's like <laughs> it opens its fan <laughs> and your your eyes just go big. <laughs> but it doesn't exist, so that won't happen. But it could yeah. in your sensory deprivation tank because sure anything yeah. can happen in there. That's right. The yeah. dinosaurs in there don't have feathers. That's true. Yeah. They look like you know, classic dinosaurs that we know, all know and love. I'm very much a liberal guy, but mm-hmm. um, I do find myself 
being oddly conservative on certain issues. And when I want to see dinosaurs, I want to see them as they appeared in the movie Jurassic Park. Yeah. With no feathers. And there are a few feathers in like Jurassic Park 2 and 3, I guess, um, on some of the raptors. But like mm. no more than that. Yeah. Okay. I don't need it to be super accurate. They look stupid. They just look stupid. A, a little dinosaur with a duck bill running yep. up to me. It's like, get out of here. Giant chickens. Go on now, get. I, it's just not as scary. <laughs> Go on. It's, wait, capture it, eat you. Oh, man. Bells. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, what, what have you been watching or doing or whatever lately? Stephen, let me start with the, the big thing here. We're jumping in. Both feet. Splash, splish. Oh, do it. Um, this past Friday was supposed to be the release date for the fourth album by rap group Extraordinaires Run the Jewels. But mm. because of everything going on, it released two days early on Wednesday Fun. Of last week. The album is called RT, RTJ4. Mm-hmm. Not RTRTJ4. I was, you know. <laughs> I was stumbling. Oops. My, my brain got tired. It was just like, oh, we're still, oh, we're still going. Okay. Uh, yeah. Let's uh, reset. The album is called RTJ4. And Steve and I love it already. I imagine. Um, you love them so first, much. The first two songs on the album were also the first two singles released. And I've listened to them so often. I'm like, not only do I love them, but I'm like, how can the album get any better than this? So... On the album itself, there are tracks one and two. I listen to track three, and I'm like, my God, they've done it. <laughs> uh, this song is incredible. It's called Out of Sight. Uh-huh. And Stephen, we're recording this on June 7th. I believe it doesn't turn summer until June 20th. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and call it. This is the song of the summer for me. Oh, awesome. Out of Sight. Has a, a feature by Titty Boy, a.k.a. Two Chains. And <laughs> Titty Boy. We talked about it. It's part of our pop culture quiz. Going back a while. I forget. That's amazing. Okay. Go yeah. on. And uh, it, it, his verse is okay. Um, but man, uh, Killer Mike and LP, the way they're rip rap rapping mm-hmm. on this track is phenomenal. There's what a lot of back called? and forth. Out of sight. Out of sight. Track three. Mm-hmm. I got to find um, this. Yes. It's wonderful. You keep uh, talking. Also, I'll come back. Sure. Uh, there's a... <laughs> There's a song on there called Just as well, oh, okay. um, and it features Pharrell Williams and mm. Zach De La Roca from Rage Against the Machine. He's appeared on cool. uh, two of their previous albums as well, so it's mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of a, a tradition to have him on, um, and that song's pretty rad as well. Um, there's a lot of, like, I've, I'm gravitating toward those two songs when I listen back to the album, mm-hmm. um, but, like, when I got into the first three albums, I'm just going to let... Uh, my body know will will know when it's ready to digest the rest of the songs. Gotcha. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I gotta take my time with it. So, um, and then the uh, the um, uh, the gloriousness will wash over me uh, as it sees fit. Um, but it's one of these albums where it's like the more you listen to it, the more new things you discover, mm-hmm. and the more things you like. And uh, yeah, I'm just so so happy with what I've. Uh, what what they've given us so yes i uh kind of feel the same way right lately about the uh, latest airborne toxic event album mm-hmm. i'm super excited to listen to it but i want like some time to like focus on it and yeah. so i've listened to like the first few songs and then everything 
happened with the protests and I'm just I'm like my brain is just fried all the time and I'm like Mm -hmm. I don't I'm not in the right headspace to experience it yet Mm -hmm. and I want like I'm like I can wait and I want to experience Mm -hmm. it well so yeah yeah, I'm kind of with you on that Mm -hmm. yeah and just let it digest a little bit slower there's a the the thing about a run the jewels album is like there's a lot of variation on topics they they discuss and I, I talked about this a little bit on uh, when we mm-hmm. talked about the the first three albums but um there's a, a lot of stuff that's like political in nature and standing up for what's right but also there's a line by lp on um i believe the song ooh la la where he says if you want maximum stupid i am the guy i'm like oh yeah i get that that's yeah nice maximum stupid love so it you could say they run the jewels of mm-hmm. different verses you could say that absolutely. I don't know why you would. Well, I think you but know exactly did. why you would. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're literally the I'm guy stupid. who's at yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I've got my uh, got my hey. run the jewels shirt on awesome. uh, to represent, and uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm loving it so far. <laughs> so they have a remix. It's a secret song. Mm-hmm. Yep. I just learned this the other day. I, I'm sorry mm-hmm. to jump in randomly with this, but. Um, Secret songs on CDs, at least to be like the end, yeah. uh, are so fucking cool. I miss that we really can't do that anymore. With, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, you can if it's just like a really fucking long song, but it's so much easier to see on digital streaming stuff, you know, that there's a secret there or whatever. But yeah. I just heard recently that some CDs also had a thing that was a pre thing where if you started the first song and rewound it, they could yeah. put secret songs there. What the fuck? That's crazy. That is crazy. Um, I don't quite understand how they would do that. Yeah. But it, it would be like so much effort to, yeah. <laughs> to rewind it. Um, exactly. But yeah, I, I want to say that there was like a Bloodhound Gang song that was oh, like maybe. that. There's but a I, list of them online, yeah. Oh, okay. That, yeah. Um, and I couldn't like get it to work. I think like my CD player mm. that I had, again, growing up poor, didn't know yeah. it. Um, it just like wouldn't work properly. It was a Sorny. Yeah, it was a Sorny. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, dinosaurny, and it uh, it was super old, and it wouldn't, wouldn't uh, go backwards far enough. Or it was like you can skip tracks, but you can't necessarily like rewind very well. Yeah, it was weird. It's yeah. kind of locked. Yeah. Well, again, mm-hmm. the poor get screwed. So yep. you know, can't even rewind again on a CD. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a there's a whole list of them because um, some albums are just like a demo version of a song or whatever. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're like bigger things than that or whatever. But uh, I was like, man, that's just like a cool idea. I didn't know about that. Yeah. Um, also, back to Run the Jewels, uh, mm-hmm. on my YouTube, yeah, I got a suggested thing because I watch a lot of the Tiny Desk concerts from NPR. And oh, my God. They were on a few years ago. I haven't seen it yet. Yes. But it just oh, showed so up good. on my recommended. And I was like, oh, that'd be rad, I bet. I've watched it like two or three times. Oh, yeah? And cool. it is so good. Yeah. It's, it's uh, after their third album was released. And cool. like all the songs they perform are fucking great. Yeah. So, I imagine a, it'd be cool in that setting, so... There's a, a a moment during um, they perform uh, one of my favorite songs like ever mm. uh, is um, coming to me. Um, it's gonna take a minute oh, to get here. To train 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 is leaving the station with the idea with the song title. <laughs> Legend Bye-bye. has it. There we go. All right. Legend had it has it. Um, they perform that and Mike I think forgets part of his verse, but LP oh, has yeah. to like jump in and help him like get oh, through fine. it. And then like after it's done. Um, Mike goes back and like wraps the rest of his verse, um, just to complete it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because like whenever you hear new music and then you see the band perform it, you don't really think about like 
oh, this is like they recorded it probably like yeah <laughs> eight nine months prior yeah and have been focused on other things and sure they've rehearsed or whatever but performing it in front of people you have like different things going on in, in your eyeline or whatever so maybe yeah. you're, you're not like right there with it and you it's probably easy to forget the lyrics to, to things. i would imagine yeah i'm actually surprised that it doesn't happen more often maybe Mm-hmm. Um, especially with like songs from artists that they, I, I'm sure, I guess maybe they played them a lot over the years, but like an older mm-hmm. song and like at a drop of a hat, anybody like on the street, like there might be like a viral video and it's like, yeah, we got Garth Brooks to show up and sing the song. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah. they just know all of the words to all of the songs they've ever written. Yeah. Like at any given time, I don't mm-hmm. know that I could do that. I think I would just be like, oh wait, I got mixed up there. You know, it's bound to happen. And you're talking about the time that Fetty Wap had uh, Garth Brooks show up and they did that song together? I Yeah, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fetty Wap, <laughs> Fetty Wap. <laughs> oh, man. Well, um, so I watched a documentary okay. on, um, it's available on YouTube. And it's from like 10 years ago, maybe. But um, Amanda and I, my wife and I, love the movie Scream. And we found two documentaries, one called Scream, The Inside Story, which is pretty rad. Um, I hadn't really seen a lot of behind the scenes stuff of this, but it was pretty cool. It's like only like an hour, hour and a half. Where Um, is this at? It's on YouTube. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I just looked up Scream. I was looking up stuff with that, I guess, and then found there's that one. And then there's a documentary called Still Screaming that was... Uh, quite terrible. We had to turn it off. Uh, but this one, the uh, Scream the Inside story is cool. That's okay. why I wanted to mention it, because if you look, there are two of them. But um, mm-hmm. the Inside story is better. And uh, yeah, it's cool. It's like, um, yeah, again, it's like 10 years ago now or whatever. But they, you know, interviewed those people like then about their experience on the set. And they showed a lot of behind the scenes stuff that was really cool. So uh, we really dug it because we love that movie so much. And uh, I was thinking about you mentioned a lot that you like uh, a lot of extras like dvd blu-ray extras whatever oh yeah no i mean like people in the backgrounds of scenes is what you i'm love, talking about okay you just love oh, extras. Man, did you see coffee guy with brown <laughs> pants god he's so good in this or like in jurassic world the dude with the mm-hmm. the two margaritas or whatever the margarita mm-hmm. man yeah. that runs away oh yeah he's not gonna he didn't spill a drop and yeah you know yeah straight on his gullet yeah like, i need it what do you think he is, is jacoby shaddix out there spiking his <sighs> My tie on the ground? No. No. <laughs> oh, there's dinosaurs, sure, but I paid $14 a piece for these. Yeah. I got salt on one rim, sugar on the other. Oh. Now, I got, what do you think? I'm going to switch hands and mix it up? And Come I on. I'm this back to my wife. She's, she's, she's having a rough day. Yeah. <laughs> we spent all day traveling here. Mm-hmm. We got, God, we got off this ship. She tripped, tore her, her uh, sundress. They didn't have blue cheese on the burger that she ordered. It's true. She was pissed. I was getting her a margarita. Now with it, God damn it, there's fucking pterodons. God damn it. God, come on. <laughs> and you just woke up your wife again. <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, so check that out uh, mm-hmm. on the YouTubes if you like Scream. But uh, was yeah, I guess I was going to say that I, I, I like extras. Uh, mm-hmm. I've been trying to watch more things because you had mentioned it, and I, I used to watch some things. But mm-hmm. now I'm kind of getting into it when I watch like some commentaries and, or listen to some commentaries. Mm-hmm. Uh, watch like more behind the scenes stuff. So um, I just liked watching how things are made. Did it? I would assume that Wes Craven was part of the. He was still alive, yeah. So he was a part of that. Uh, like Nev Campbell and like all the primary cast. Yep, they're all interviewed, interviewed and stuff. Yeah, and Man, they, I bet that's 
talked about some cool things that I hadn't heard about, you know? Did they talk about it being like, uh, being meta or whatever? Like leading yeah. to those tropes? Yeah, they like start with uh, how the 90s, they show like some other, and I looked them up, it was kind of interesting, like early 90s horror movies and um, mm-hmm. how like they got like kind of away from the slasher thing because the mm-hmm. sequels to all of those movies from the 80s kept going. Yeah. So like people got like really burnt out because they became so silly. And mm-hmm. then in the, like the early 90s, horror changed and it just like wasn't that great and it wasn't like mm-hmm. a big money maker. And then Scream kind of came out and like reinvented all of that. And uh, it really yeah. was like, and it's funny, like that was 96. And once you hit Scream, like after that, there's so many movies that follow that formula. Like I know what you did last summer and Urban mm-hmm. Legend and all these things, whatever, that are so fast after it mm-hmm. um, that it really did like change the landscape. But yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, you know, in the third, like, because Scream had Nev Campbell from Party of Five. Mm. And then I know what you did last summer had mm. Jennifer Love Hewitt, Hewitt, uh, yeah. Hewitt from <laughs> Party of Five. And then, of course, the the third uh, in that uh, that trilogy of Party of Five cast uh, starring, you know, in, in films is, sure. of course, Double Dragon with uh, Scott Wolf. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So totally. You got yeah. all the big movies. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. right. What are you waiting for? I remember when he said that, Double Dragon. Yeah. It looks up to the sky, spins yeah. around, does a roundhouse kick. Super cleavage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, kick. it was a deep V, the <laughs> yeah. deepest possible V. It's like, uh, I think that's just two, like, capital I's put next to each other. No, they're connected mm-hmm. at the bottom. Oh. Under his, under his nuts. He's <laughs> <laughs> got special suspenders, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's there. You have to look for it, but play. it's there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what else you got? Well, what else do I got? Mm, uh, mm. Steve and I went back to my good friend HBO Max, and sure. there's something on there that I came across that was like, oh, I've been waiting to see this. Mm-hmm. And I've almost bought it on iTunes a couple of times, but I thought, you know what? It's probably going to show up somewhere streaming eventually. And sure enough, it did. I watched Jenny D. Tartakovsky's Primal. Um, it was a, a five episode show on mm. Adult Swim. Um, oh, okay. I, I looked it up after watching all of it, and it's supposed to be like a 10-episode first season, but mm. only five episodes have been made so far. And um, do you, have you heard about this? Not at all, all no. This okay. So, oh, I looked it up. Yeah. Th- yeah, I've seen about this. Does it this. look familiar? Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, for people who don't know, uh, Jenny Tartakovsky, I think I may have uh, mispronounced his first name multiple times at this point, but it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, no disrespect it. meant. He doesn't listen. Uh, no. To the show. Uh, That's why. Just, yeah, if he asked, just he tell him I said it right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he he uh, created the show's uh, Dexter's Laboratory and mm. uh, Samurai Jack, which is fantastic. Um, he also uh, did uh, Hotel Transylvania, those movies. Mm. And uh, so a lot of like okay. kid-friendly stuff. This yeah. is definitely not that. This is very like, this is incredible storytelling. Um, it, awesome. The, the main cast is a... Uh, a neanderthal which i believe is pronounced like neanderthal but i feel like yeah an ass wipe if i say tall right yeah because like is there a neander short <laughs> get it uh god anyway so uh a neanderthal man um uh who is referred to in like the cast as like spear but there's no one talks no one has mm-hmm. names or whatever okay um he does have a voice actor uh, Aaron LaPlante, mm-hmm. uh, but it's just like grunts and screams and whatnot. There's no like actual like spoken dialogue. Um, and then there's also a T-1000 
T-Rex, a female named Fang, and she has this pronounced, well, I'll say it, Fang. Um, yeah. They can see. Um, and they end up bonding over uh, tragedy in the first episode. Mm-hmm. And um, the thing that I like about this is a thing I like about our podcast, even, which is uh, it's two friends, you know? Ah. It's a story of friendship is mm-hmm. what it is. Sometimes they get in fights, you know? They try yeah. to kill each other. Obviously, go back, listen to those old episodes. Oh, man, we used to be at it all the time. Yeah. When we were trying to kill each other, we were just like, oh, God, this shit was bad. I well, so bad. It needs to be I once tried to send a virus to your computer through my computer that would electrocute you, but it didn't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it just made it out into the real world, so we're all paying it's the price. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're all paying the price. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it's, uh, boy, this, it's, is like very emotional at mm-hmm. points. And, it uh, looks rad. It, it does get hard to watch. There's a lot of like, look, it's right there in the title. It's called Primal. It gets very primal. There's a lot of like, mm. uh, violence and a lot of blood. And, um, I, I don't want to get into spoilers because mm-hmm. I do feel like people should watch this and, um, just like go through the emotions that the uh the creators of the show want you to feel Mm -hmm. so uh i'm just gonna give that a a super high recommendation yeah uh five episodes they're all about 22 to 25 minutes each Mm -hmm. on uh hbo max there under the adult swim banner so go check it out i'm I'm eagerly eagerly awaiting the next five episodes which are supposed to come out later this year but yeah, it's, in the it's fall. 2020. You, yeah, you know no. how it is. <laughs> Who fucking knows? Um, I had seen that advertised around or like maybe on Slash Film. It came up whatever somewhere, but uh, it looked really mm-hmm. cool. and I kept forgetting about it. So I'm glad you mentioned it and that you'd mm-hmm. seen it because um, I totally forgot. But it, yeah, mm-hmm. some of the pictures online alone just look like, oh, that's going to be a cool show. Guaranteed. Yeah. So it's good to hear that it actually is. And the uh, the cinematography, uh, I know it's like not shot by an actual like camera or mm-hmm. whatever but like the the artwork is just incredible um the characters have these like thick black lines mm-hmm. around them and um it looks very like very hand-drawn mm-hmm. at at parts but also it's like i don't know it's just incredible like acting from the animators and then the backgrounds are beautiful and they have like these different lighting effects they use and uh the score is great nice uh yeah it's, it's just like a real a adult fantastic. story yeah 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 um and uh look there are people coexisting with dinosaurs in this so just so let it happen yeah 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 it's fine it's the, it's the world i want to live in essentially exactly yeah yeah uh well, yeah it sounds really rad man you have to check that out um yeah. actually my hbo max subscription that transferred over from my hbo now subscription I, I thought was supposed to end at the end of may and i got a, a notification through apple that i have it subscribed through that my payment didn't go through but um, oh. I still have access to it, so I'm just I'm just continuing watching it until this stuff. But I don't know what yeah, happened. Might as well, fuck it. <laughs> so I'll, I'll have to go check that out while I still have mm-hmm. it. We'll see. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, Amanda and I watched uh, our first Apple Plus, Apple TV Plus um, series that they had okay. released, uh, original series called Defending Jacob. Um, oh, with. Uh, Chris Evans? Well, yeah, Captain America's in it. Yeah. Um, it's about... And then the kid, uh, Bill, from It, the, the remake of It, um, is his kid, is Jacob. Oh, okay. Um, so he's really good, obviously. I can't remember... Is, uh, it, is he... Wait. Mm-hmm. Bill. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The kid, yeah, right? Like the, Georgie's, about, yeah. Georgie's brother? He was, he was in... Was he in Knives Out? Or no, that was yes. the... 
was that him? Yeah, he's the little neo-Nazi kid. Yeah, 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 <laughs> for sure. Um, and then I forget uh, his wife's name. I don't really know her from a lot of things, but she looked familiar. Um, I'll look that her kid real quick. is married. <laughs> Captain America's wife. That's hilarious. Oh, okay. Michelle Dockery. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know her from much. Uh, she was in Downton Abbey, but we never watched that. Uh, but she's very attractive, um, and she was really good in it too. Oh wow, yeah. Um, Ooh, but uh, so it's it's about um, their kid Jacob uh, mm-hmm. is going to school one day through the woods, and then later on, there's uh, a classmate of his body is found um, stabbed to death in the woods, and they blame Jacob. But Chris Evans plays a like an assistant district attorney, so mm-hmm. he would be he is like investigating this murder. And then it kind of comes back that it might like his son is the biggest suspect. So mm-hmm. it's kind of about him changing from the prosecutorial, uh, that's a hard word too, uh, role to the, like a uh-huh. defense role for his son and his questionable ethics during that. But then also basically their family like reeling with um, the events and like how it shapes their lives, even though he's just a suspect, but he keeps like claiming his innocence. Um, it's based on a book that Amanda had read. So she knew some of it, but they changed a few things, some of the ending and stuff. But uh, mm-hmm. it was really good. It's super heart wrenching. Um, Chris Evans, everybody in it is amazing. Um, yeah, and it, yeah, it was uh, really well produced. Um, it was funny because uh, I know you and your wife Brandy will watch some things as they come out, like uh, or you'll maybe you'll wait too. You don't binge everything, mm-hmm. but Amanda and I love to binge everything. We really hate to wait. Um, and so this, when we started it, we didn't realize that it was being released week to week and it wasn't finished. So I think there's eight episodes and we had watched it whenever only six were out and like we had two Uh, days left for number seven and then we had to wait a whole week to the ending and Amanda was so pissed. Uh, but (laughs) we made it guys. We're okay. (laughs) We're all right. Um, so yeah, it was, uh, I'm glad it's all out now and that's how I'd prefer to watch it. But, uh. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty cool, and I thought that it's the first, like I said, our first Apple TV Plus series that we watched. But so far, so good. We really liked it. So, is it the series is completely done? It is now. Yeah, just that season, I guess. I don't know if they'll oh, wow. do more, or whatever. But it's just like one mm-hmm. story. Yeah, um, and it has like a it's open ended, but it's like you find out like everything about the the murder and all the trial and stuff like finishes. Mm-hmm. It's just that the story kind of keeps going. And the murderer was Slender Man, right? He was just hanging out in the woods. It's a it's a Slender Man sequel. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to mention it, but since you already did, that's fine. You know, it's not oh, like I just put it out there. If you look at the trailer, you can see him there the whole time. Um, and then he will follow you, as I understand mm-hmm. it. I don't know really much about Slender Man. Yeah. Um, but you will die. So. Yeah. And he's got those tentacles out. Yeah. Yeah. He has tentacles? Slender Man? Yeah, of course. I'll go with it. Yeah. Are you sure you're not getting that confused with your tentacle porn you watch? I mean, I watch a lot of Slender Man hentai. Gotcha. But I don't know. I guess it. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. I have to reevaluate things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should turn that safe search on. Just <laughs> protect myself. Yeah. <laughs> I've gotten out of rabbit hole. I cannot escape from. <laughs> well, um, so let me uh, let me talk about a uh, a thing that we watched recently, which Please. was. Um, Hide and Seek, also on HBO currently. Yeah. HBO Max. Has uh, Samara Weaving in mm, it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam Brody is in it as well. Um, other white people. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we watched this a while back. Yeah. 
uh, I think it was on the terror table they uh, had discussed it when it, it came out uh, in theaters when that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it was kind of briefly, but um, they said it was a, a fun like horror movie mm-hmm. and uh, or, or maybe like a, a thriller is a better way to to uh, term it. But um, I thought it was fun. I thought it was really fun. Um, and there's a lot of points in this movie where you're like, uh, how how can she get around this? And it's mm-hmm. really like kind of up to the characters and the uh, the the people that are like hunting her. Um, do yeah. you know the premise of this? It, yeah, and it's uh, ready or not is what you're talking about, right? You called it hide and seek. Did I call it hide and seek? Yeah, I wrote hide and seek <laughs> in my in my notes. <laughs> I was like, I know what you're talking about. And then I looked it up, and I was like, there's a 2005 film called Hide and Seek. Uh, oh, but then I looked it up. Yeah. With some let me, ready or not. Let me uh, say ready or not. Uh, yeah, ready or not. <laughs> Sorry. It's a movie. <laughs> You're like, no, I, I watched Hide and Seek. That's a totally different movie. <laughs> yeah. I watched Hide and Seek, came out in 2019. No, one of those bits of criteria is oh, wrong. Man. Steven, I'm telling you what I watched. Uh, I told you. <laughs> yeah, believe men. Okay. I found it uh, on the Fox News. It is real. <laughs> uh yeah ready or not is <laughs> but the anyway movie that yes. we watched. i've seen yeah. this yeah yeah you've seen the movie i've seen this movie oh okay what did you think i see drinks yeah i know uh, uh yeah i know i liked I, it yeah. um i haven't watched it again i remember not liking it as much as i expected to yeah uh, but i really liked it i really like her a whole lot um yeah i was thinking there was um mayhem that movie we talked mm-hmm. briefly about um she was in that which i really liked her even though i didn't care for the movie so much um and then this one uh kind of the same way but um i thought it was fun like the the style of it and stuff um but mm-hmm. yeah i haven't really gone back either so i haven't really thought yeah. about it since uh, much since um so what about you yeah uh, about the same about mm-hmm. the same um i th- thought it was more enjoyable than i expected because okay. i didn't really hear a whole lot about it gotcha uh, at the time it came out but um it looks like it has an 88 percent on rotten tomatoes uh, mm-hmm. currently um but uh, yeah, for what it was, it was like kind of like a, a goofy, gorsh, uh, uh, like thriller or whatever. Yeah, like it's it kind of silly. It had, yeah, it had more levity to it than oh. I expected. I think. Yeah, I do remember though. Okay, I'm remembering more of it now. But yeah, because as a uh, not a spoiler, but it, it just has a, a, a pretty cool ending. Um, that's, right. That's different. It's, uh, yeah it's surprising yeah 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 mm-hmm. and i i remember liking it I, I feel like there was something that, like it was one of those movies i expected it to go one way and then it went a different way and i was like huh and now i don't know how to feel about it but I'll, when i revisit it maybe i'll like it yeah but i thought it was you know it had some interesting things in it that were kind of cool mm-hmm. so now i'm actually yeah. kind of excited to go watch it again i don't know <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it should be easy to find just pull up your just watch app type in hide and seek yep. um it'll take you right to it that's right well mm-hmm. yeah uh, I'll have to find a, a copy mm-hmm. to watch. Wink. <laughs> Is that what you wanted? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the the guys who directed that have a they're called Radio Silence. Um, they have like a group or whatever that that makes movies together. But they are actually involved in Scream Five, uh, from what I hear. Oh shit! They are the guys that are are meeting with Nev Campbell right now um, to bring that franchise back to life. So this exact moment. Uh, there, yeah, hold on. Yeah, I have this thing that if I touch my ear, I can touch, mm-hmm. it's like I can hear what she hears. Sure. It's weird. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, our meeting right this moment. That's incredible. Yeah. The technology. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, you've seen The Craft with mm-hmm. Nev Campbell, right? I'm a witch, basically, so. 
Oh, no, I haven't seen the craft. I've I've been to craft shows. I thought you were just like hmm. talking about macrame. <laughs> Your favorite. Uh-huh. You have a real passion. Oh, people don't of know the that. Christ, some say. I'm like, no, of macrame. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't know if people really know that, but it's mm-hmm. like Brent has T-shirts for it. Mm-hmm. He's big in the world, like the macrame world. People know his name. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people will be like, uh, are you going to go to this craft show? And I'll be like, I'm macrame, macrame not. I don't know. People love it. The the <laughs> the fee to like get in those shows is like pretty hefty. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't just walk around with $5 cash, guys. Yeah, <laughs> come on. Let's, let's relax a little bit, you know. And right now with COVID, who knows? Mm-hmm. You know, next time you guys can be able to meet. You've been trying the Zoom meetings. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that's kind of tough. Yeah. I just like... I can't figure out like where to to put like the the uh, like because I do zoom on my my phone mm-hmm. and I always like it usually I try to tilt it up on my like sewing machine and it just like keeps sliding down and whatnot so it's just tough yeah it it's is. tough all people around don't, people don't understand no. what I'm working with you know uh, uh, and sometimes when I'm like quilting I'm like trying to pull the thread and it turns out it's just spider poop and I'm just like oh, there we go. go not again there we go again yeah uh, I have to admit I I. I forgot. I, I realize now I looked it up what macrame was. Mm-hmm. Um, I have no idea. <laughs> in my head, it's basically macaroni necklaces. <laughs> but that's not it at all, Brett. I got to tell you. Is it you. some type of, uh, of quilting? It's, yeah, it's like, uh, it makes me think of like the 70s. Uh, it's like this. Oh, you can't see that. It's like um, like tan or white, like weaving oh tomorrow weaving of course wow we got there we got there listeners (laughs) that is how it is done people you know there's a lot of podcasts out there that people would listen to but Mm. that's why they listen to this one because we're the best that's right we do those circle jokes we are flawless yeah so anyway go watch the movie hide and seek and or ready (laughs) or not whichever you find it's really fine when I wrote it down, I was like, I want to make sure I have the right one because I, I believe hide and seek is a different movie. And then I wrote down hide and seek. You're like, I'm not going to make that mistake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I actually remember this. Uh, there's a, a whole era whenever I worked at the video store at mm-hmm. uh, Reese's grocery store in uh, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked there from like the, in the early 2000s, basically. But there's a lot of movies from the era that I remember because I like stalked them all the time. I would like... Mm-hmm. that's where i was going (laughs) i can see the look on your face um i i saw the covers a lot as i was delivering the movies back out to their places Uh, but i Mm -hmm. remember this cover because it has um a little dakota fanning in it and robert de niro hide and seek from 2005 Um, oh okay and i was like no i remember that yeah there's a movie called that um but yeah, totally different movie, I imagine. Have never seen it. Just yeah. know the cover. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to check out uh, Ready or Not again. Now that I thought about it, I was like, oh yeah, that has some cool stuff. So, Man, Adam Brody. Sure. Man, is he, is he coming back? I'm I ready for it. I, My body so is funny. ready. He's so good. Yeah. He's so charming. You know, Seth Cohen. Yeah. Oh, man. God. Spoilers. He's in Shazam. Go check it out. Bam. The, the that's part. right. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but he's, he's coming back. He's coming yeah, back. I hope so. Mm-hmm. I like that dude. Um, he shows up in uh, like Cop Out, some of Kevin Smith's movies. 
uh, for a little bit. Oh, right. Shit. Yeah, you're I forget right, about yeah. it until I watch it because I don't watch oh, Cop Alley ever. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he's like one of the detectives in that. Uh, and he's in. He's got to be in some of the other things. I can't remember right now. Like maybe he's yeah, like he's in uh, Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Yeah. See, I, I think. Yeah. That was oh, a, he's definitely a in uh, Yoga Hosers. Oh yeah. Yeah. He plays drums. Eh. Eh. Yeah, uh, I have to imagine because I, I just can't watch that. But mm-hmm. I'll believe you. Sure, that he's in it. That's right. They're all friends, just making movies in the forest. That's cool. I don't know how movies made. <laughs> That's right. <Yeah. laughs> um. All right. So it's me, right? Yes. Back to this guy. Uh, mm-hmm. I want to do a quick shout out to uh, a Twitter uh, that I've started following of mm-hmm. uh, at Drew Struzan who is a poster oh, artist, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, I've been following a lot more artists in um, like Instagram and Twitter. It's just been like really cool. Like um, a lot of famous like comic book artists, various things. But uh, his, I, I kind of found recently, it was one of the suggested things because I was looking at other people and it just ended up being really awesome uh, enough mm-hmm. that I wanted to mention it, that people should follow it because uh, he's one of my favorite poster artists. He did like E.T., um, like a lot of Spielberg stuff, Indiana Jones, Goonies, Star like, Wars. Yeah. Like so many things, mm-hmm. um, any of the ones that look so like painterly, but they're like so realistic too. Uh, yeah. like they always look exactly like the people. Um, mm-hmm. he's just got like masterful things. I actually have a book of his, his work and stuff. That's just fun to flip mm-hmm. through, but he posts like, like multiple times a day, uh, about all kinds of awesome stuff with his work. Like he'll be like, Oh, I found the original, thing i did for like an american tale and it's just like cool to see his like original artwork um he talked about doing the uh poster for the thing which um it's this cool it's like iconic it's just like an outline of a guy in a parka like it's like blacked out um Mm -hmm. and then there's like glass looking weird stuff uh kind of beside him whatever Mm -hmm. and it's like this famous poster he did it in like 30 minutes that's crazy they came to him and they were like come up with that idea like we have nothing for this he just like came up his he he got his wife uh, he got a parka on he went outside and he said he told his wife to take a picture of him in this pose he painted it they shipped it off all in 30 minutes they shipped it to the company and they like started screen painting it um and it was just like wow. rad so he like did this story about it um he was like yeah this is what happened and he showed pictures with his wife and the original poster he did and blah 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 um so it's been kind of fascinating to follow because it's uh so like his art is so cool but then he's given like rare things or behind the scenes mm-hmm. or like alternative ones um yeah. stuff that i didn't know he did for like tv um or like he did a harry and the henderson's poster i've never seen before but he showed oh, wow. the other day and i was like it's totally rad it's like a yeah. cut out of of a big like sasquatch creature that went through the wall and the family's all behind him in their house like freaking out yeah. um so yeah it's been really cool to follow because it's all kinds of stuff i didn't know about hell yeah, yeah that's awesome I, I remember seeing the uh, the documentary drew d-r-e-w mm-hmm um years ago and uh i just wanted to know more about like i guess his his work and whatnot Mm -hmm. and i was expecting since he was like a this big time like artist that he was going to be you know it's going to be like arrogance involved or whatever Mm -hmm. no one of the most humble people yeah he seems so cool in existence yeah and uh i was like wow he should really like have like like a massive ego it'd be yeah. understood <laughs> but the fact that he doesn't yeah and he's just like yeah i did this and you know it's just very like personable about the whole thing it's just like it just makes you like him and his work so mm-hmm. much more yeah that's cool yeah. he seems really kind of down to earth um and like really like you know one of those artists that really thinks his fans and like just kind of interacts with them on line right now so it's kind of cool mm-hmm. um yeah. and he also uh just one more i, I 
was looking that documentary up. I need to watch that. Um, but he also posted something the other day about um, he did the first Harry Potter movie poster and then mm. after that they changed up and they just started doing like photos for their posters and then it kind of got more and more like modern as they went i guess uh, yeah. but i have a version of his uh second harry potter movie chamber of secrets i had a version of it but it doesn't have all the lettering and stuff in it and i always wondered about that and he posted about it the other day and he was like yeah the studio had me do the first one and then um they went a different direction for the second one so i just did this this one for the second movie for myself so it was always <laughs> well, just like he just did it and I was like, yeah. that's amazing. And they still look like totally fucking rad. And I wish he could have yeah. done more of that series because I love the first one. Um, they evoke a, a like an Amblin-esque Spielbergian like 80s like vibe to them. Like they're so yeah. they're so full of like 80s life to me. Uh, like mm-hmm. Back to the Future, he did those posters and stuff. God, like oh, yeah. iconic, right? It's just fucking yeah. fucking awesome. So two fucking. Well, like, st- <laughs> <laughs> like you said, the. Um, the the figures look so realistic yeah. and they look so um on model with like the actors portraying those characters it's crazy like, i didn't realize that the uh, the back to the future poster was like drawn for yeah, right. a long time it's just like oh it's just like photos that they yeah. painted around or whatever yeah. but no that was yeah even his like perspective of like cars and stuff like everything just looks so it, it looks so realistic but then painterly the way i keep mm-hmm. describing it, i guess but um it's just like man it oh, the fucking skill he must have <laughs> it's ridiculous yeah. it's pretty cool it is and like, i just yeah, love posters so mm-hmm. movie posters and stuff and they're always really cool ones to have so mm-hmm. hell yeah right God. On. so good yep yeah not us no fuck that <laughs> what are we supposed to do be be good at this <laughs> come on You've heard the show before. Um, so I've watched... Uh, actually, we rewatched Black Swan. Oh, um, interesting the, uh, choice. Darren Aronofsky movie. Yeah. Um, we saw it in theaters, and uh, I've had it in my like iTunes library for years at this point, yeah. um, but we finally rewatched it. And, uh, man, it's a really good movie. Yeah. <laughs> Hot take. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's a good movie. People don't talk about that very much, but it's a good movie, guys. <laughs> But, um, you know, I, I think it came out in 2009 originally. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and uh, watching it here in 2020, uh, where my uh, my um, my tastes have changed a little bit. I was mm. like, oh, I wonder if I'm still going to like this. Yeah. Because, like, honestly, the the talk leading up to the movie's release is like, oh, the lesbian sex scene in it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, yeah, I mean, that's fucking hot. Yeah. Spoilers, it is. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> also the rest of the movie and uh, the themes surrounding it uh, are pretty fucking intense and dark and uh it's just like overall like really well done Mm -hmm. you do have the classic aronofsky let's walk behind this person we're focusing on Mm -hmm. uh that thing um anytime i see that in a movie i'm like oh i bet they're influenced by aronofsky and it's like no i'm sure it's just probably just following it's just a thing (laughs) (laughs) but Uh, um, but it is kind of iconic for him it is yeah that's that's his thing like you you walk for such a long time and um there's maybe stuff going on or whatever yeah. but it's like a feeling yeah. uh yeah because there's a he had mentioned one time that he thought a great double feature would be the, the his movie the wrestler and then black swan which i always thought i didn't love the wrestler but i love black swan mm-hmm. but i've always thought that was such an interesting pairing and every time i think about it it's because i think of they, they follow the wrestler and some scenes from behind as he's walking through like yeah. parking lots and they follow natalie portman 
Uh, and it's like, yeah, that's the, the one visual that I'm like, oh, that would be a good d- double feature. But that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know otherwise. I, I like him as a director a lot. And when I heard that he was going to direct or he was originally signed on to direct uh, the Wolverine, mm. um, I was like, oh, man, that's going to be badass. But then he dropped out of it for um, for reasons I don't quite remember, like yeah. creative differences, maybe. Um, and then they replaced him with James Mangold. Um which is mm. fine. Like the Wolverine like is, is fine. Yeah. The man- um, Wolverine's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, well, maybe he'll go on to do something, you know, awesome after that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did, uh, I think Noah. I'm like, oh, yeah. No he's interested. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cause he has, I, I've tried to watch the fountain like so many goddamn times and I yeah. can't get into, I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, um, it's been so years the Hugh Jackman movie. Yeah, from two thousand six. Yeah. I've so never he seen technically Pie. did his Wolverine. Yeah, um, but I hear like Requiem for a Dream. Never seen that. I hear good things. Um, and then Noah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm you know me. I'm a big sucker for biblical epics, sure. um, especially ones with rock monsters. But uh, <laughs> don't you really need to see that one again? Yeah, didn't love it. Oh, so you have seen it? I've seen Noah. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. oh boy. Oh, you haven't seen Noah? No. Oh, yeah. Uh, Avoid it. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. Um, it's funny because hmm, religion can be so personal, and it should be, and you should be able to have your own views and beliefs and stories or whatever. I don't think so. I don't think that's right. I think you should force your opinions on everyone, regardless of what you know of them. Just like people love it. It's funny because uh, Christian movies from, the you mm-hmm. know, Kirk Cameron left behind series to passion of the Christ or whatever. Like that's such a specific market and you have to fit kind of certain things in there for them, the Christians to like, like it. And then mm-hmm. Noah, I'm like, who is this made for? Because Noah is basically like, he took that story and expanded the fuck out of it and added weird rock monsters, and like all kinds of random shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if you're a skeptic, like why would you even watch this and it i did and i didn't like it and if you're a christian you're like this is all sacrilege i'm like who he he basically came up with this what he thought and it's someone might think it's like a cool story around noah and changed it up but then i'm like who's watching this and loving it though like who'd you make this for himself that's maybe fine but and i believe he's an atheist as well so like why even that's stranger i i heard he came up with this thing when he's like a teenager like he started writing his version of Noah, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was a kind of a passion project. So yeah, that's weird that he would maybe turn like atheistic later on, uh, but still be like, oh, I really like this story. And maybe that's why he made it the way he made it. I guess so. He's like, this you is know. my Lord of the Rings. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I already started. I don't want to start over. Yeah. You know. Why bother? Yeah. You know, it's a lot. All right. What else you got? So I watched... Uh, I have two more. I watched uh, two different sci-fi movies on Amazon Prime. Okay. Uh, one that I had been looking forward to and one that I had uh, just been heard dreading. about. Oh. What's that? <laughs> um, I'll, so I'll, I'll do them one at a time, but uh, I just okay. mentioned I have two sci-fi movies that ended up being both really great. So uh, there was a uh, an Amazon, I think, released movie uh, that came out the other day called The Vast of Night. Have you heard of this at all yet? No, I haven't. It's uh, it's super cool. It's um, it's filmed in a small town in Texas, but it's actually by an Oklahoma filmmaker. 
which I thought was pretty rad because you don't know oh, okay. a whole lot of those, right? But mm-hmm. um, I hadn't heard much about it, and I'm not going to mention a whole lot about it now um, because that's the way I went into it. I didn't see a trailer or anything like that, and I thought it was better for that. Um, but it's been getting a lot of good reviews. So basically, mm-hmm. The Vast of Night is, um, for a simple story or whatever, it's like a 50s um, New Mexico small town, and there's a basketball game going on. And there's only like 300 people in town or whatever. It's pretty small. So most of the town's there. And then there's uh, like a radio operator and a um, switchboard operator for the phone systems that are both like teenagers. And they start getting this weird signal. And there are, it's kind of like, uh, um, someone mentioned like Orson Welles doing like World of the Worlds when he like read it oh. over the radio and people really freaked out and thought we were being invaded by Mars. So this is kind of like that in the 50s and being like, mm-hmm. they think there's like something happening, a potential invasion of some sort. Uh, but it's just really fucking cool. The style of it is really neat. It's at super low budget. The guy made it with his own money. Um, and then it was bought later on by Amazon and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So he owns it outright. Um, oh, that's awesome. Which is really cool. But uh, it, I, I don't, I, you can't even really talk about why I love it so much because it's just the feeling and the the mood and stuff of it. Um, but he has a really cool eye and um, super cool debut movie. He's a super cool, a eye, cool eye. eye. <laughs> yeah. Cybernetic. <laughs> um, eye for detail and look and whatever. But uh, yeah. and I love the title, The Vast of Night. After watching it especially, I was like, man, this is just fucking cool. Um, yeah. and I, I watched it, uh, it's pretty, I feel like it's a pretty short movie too. Um, like an hour and a half ish, whatever, but, mm-hmm. um, easy to get through. And then I was just like, I had such a good feeling afterwards. It was just like, oh man, I just really like good original sci-fi. And, uh, mm-hmm. so it was really cool. So I definitely checked that out. It's available on Amazon prime for free. So hell yeah. Easy enough. Fuck yeah. You want to do your, your other one? Do you want me to go ahead? Just finish sure, it out. Might as well. I got yeah. it. So the other one. I, I couldn't watch another sci-fi movie that day because I like to kind of preserve it and experience whenever it's like so good like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there was another one available on, on Amazon Prime 2 that I'd been excited about. And I was afraid after watching the other one and liking it so much that I wouldn't like this one, but it was completely different. And I ended up liking it for completely different reasons. Um, it's called Starfish. And oh, okay. uh, it's another sci-fi movie. Um, what I'd heard about this one, I think I'd seen a trailer. There's some... Uh, mysterious signal that's happening and a woman goes back uh, like a college-age woman goes back to like a small town and it's like it's like snowy everywhere and stuff and everybody in town disappears and she is left cassette tapes by her best friend uh, numbered one through seven and she has to put together the pieces like a puzzle and figure out what happened um but and that's all i really knew about it it's kind of a sci-fi story she's like left alone everybody disappeared like what happened or whatever and then it's like Mm -hmm. oh there's this cool thing she has to follow and put together and um when i had actually watched the movie though um it's actually it says it's based on a true story uh in the beginning which is kind of weird um but it's uh it's really written like um an allegory i guess of the writer director's experiences dealing with grief and so it has this whole other level throughout the movie about dealing with grief and death and in the middle of that, it's kind of like this Lovecraftian horror sci-fi thing. And it's so unique and weird and cool um, that it also just had like such a, a unique vision for a first time director. He's actually a musician and some band I didn't know. Um, so he, he wrote it, directed it and then um, scored it as well. Um, mm-hmm. So another like really low budget, 
you know, kind of down and dirty thing. But uh, it ended up being really cool. I had been hearing about it for like a year or two and then finally got a chance to see it. And I was pleasantly surprised. I thought that was really awesome. So Starfish. I looked up the director of Starfish. Um, turns out the band he plays in is Papa Roach. Um, <laughs> Steven, this is directed by Jacoby Shaddix. <laughs> he said that he's been dealing with grief for a long time uh-huh. and he wanted to finally put the final touches on how he deals with it. So sure. this is effectively his last resort. Oh, gotcha. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's a quote. That's a direct quote. I hear you, man. Yeah. I definitely do. Um, that is canon now, I think. Mm-hmm. It's not written by uh, A.T. White, that's for sure. No. Whoever that guy is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's kind of a, because it deals with grief, it's kind of a darker movie and darker sci-fi. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I can't stop thinking about both of those. They were really, it was cool, like kind of, I did it in two days, but a double feature of some sort, uh, just like original sci-fi was, uh, I just really like sci-fi so much and haven't really found anything great lately. And this was like, besides the like X-Files, which is old, sure. but I re- rediscovered. Uh, and this was like, oh, cool. We got two great ones. So, And both of them were on Prime? Yeah, I believe. I know the first one was because it's the Prime movie, uh, Vast of Night. But pretty sure that I watched this one too, uh, Starfish on Amazon Prime as well. Okay. Now, the question that the audience is going to have that we need to address is, does the movie Starfish actually have buttholes, a.k.a. Starfish, in it? Um, it's a, have they released it? It's a big Have they released it? The, okay. Yeah. So they have released the butthole cut of Starfish? <laughs> oh, this one. Okay, yeah. good. Okay, cool. And it is available on Hulu and on Prime Video. So Excellent. either way, okay. you can watch awesome. that. Yeah. Um, so I've got one final thing on my list here, Perfect. which is a movie we watched last night. Um, here recently, um, a number of streaming pl- platforms have released uh, films to where you can watch them for free mm-hmm. um, for uh, the uh, the Black Lives Matter movement and, you know, kind of that experience sure and um there's a movie that came out in 2019 called just mercy that features michael b jordan jamie fox and brie larson and we watched it last night and enjoyed the shit out of it awesome. have you have you seen this movie i have, have rented you? it because it's free okay but i haven't seen yes. it yet i hear good things okay well i won't say anything then oh, okay. um, it is it is very good it's very much one of these movies where it's like as you're going through, you're watching these characters, and this is based on a true story of a um, uh, a black man in I think it was like uh, the the mid to late '80s. He gets convicted for a murder, and you find out more details about his um, what he's going through. Like for example, this isn't a spoiler, but because it's based on real life, mm-hmm. like none of this is technically a yeah spoiler. Okay, kind so of, I'm, yeah. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. So um, he ended up getting put on death row a year before his trial. What? And, and if you're like, hey, that seems backwards yeah. and doesn't make sense. Uh, yeah, that's part of the problem, right? Hmm. So that's Jamie Foxx's character. Um, okay. uh, Michael B. Jordan is a, a lawyer, uh, a young lawyer from Harvard, and uh, he goes down to Alabama to help uh, defend him and uh, some other characters who were um, put in prison without proper Mm. um, defense. And um, it shows his his side of the story. Brie Larson is his um, assistant. Uh, She works for um, him. And like uh, he, uh, Michael B. Jordan's character stays with her and her husband um, for a little bit until he gets up on his feet there. Mm. Um, And they establish this, uh, this law center there in in Alabama, but it's it's one of these movies where you're watching this happen, 
And it's like, why would the writers put the characters through this? And you're like, oh, this is this happened. This is real, real society. Yeah. Was fucked up, was putting these people through this. And you are it's a tough move to watch, Mm -hmm. uh, especially at certain points, because you see these characters keep getting like kicked in the ribs this entire time. Like how how can this keep going on? Like it's just uh, in a society we've crafted where, you know, there should be justice for for everyone. Um, there's simply not. And yeah, this is a good example of that. And hopefully we can get away from shit like this. Mm-hmm. But, you know, especially right now, it doesn't seem like that's the case. So, you know, watching it in that context and today's context, it's it's just really uh, disheartening. But, mm-hmm. but uh, if it's important yeah. and if you you know watch all the way through the movie there is a uh, a victory of sorts mm-hmm. so um but you have to go through quite a few losses before you get there but man it's everybody is on point with their acting uh, there's a lot of uh, actors i've not seen before uh, this is my first time seeing them and they're just like knocking it out of the park because they were invisible before they were invisible. Yeah. Uh-huh. And what I'm saying is we need to see these people. Okay. Um, Tim Blake Nelson, mm. who is from oh, Tulsa, yeah. uh, is in the movie. And he, holy shit, man. He's just like, his role is, is incredible. Like, I love that the acting he does. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. He's great in everything he shows up in. Mm-hmm. I didn't know Jamie uh, Foxx was in it, actually. I only, yeah. I only really knew Michael B. Jordan, I guess. I didn't, I don't really think I knew Brie Larson was in it, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Killmonger, Electro, Captain Marvel—they're all there. The leader from uh, the Incredible Hulk movie, like Never he doesn't turn it. into the leader. He's just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went through it the other day, and I have a like a an MCU collection on my Plex account, and uh, oh, that I put all the movies together. And yeah. I was like making sure, and I was like, oh yeah, do I have this one? Do I have this one in here or whatever? And I. I just looked because I, I restarted some of the first uh, section of the like phase one, basically. But oh, I was okay. like, yeah, I just don't ever really want to watch Incredible Hulk ever again. <laughs> yep. <It's> like <laughs> you've seen it and they've moved on. You've moved on. Yeah, it's it's fine. Let's yeah. not talk about it anymore. It's fine. Yeah, no, I started yeah, we don't, we don't the other it. day. I just really wanted to watch Iron Man 2. Right. We love ah. it so good it was so good all over again and then i just mm-hmm. watched those uh, i hadn't watched thor again in a, you know since our rewatch i guess mm-hmm. um and so i watched that and i actually enjoyed it more than i think i ever have which was interesting well, it, you told me uh, via text that you were planning to bleach your eyebrows and you're like is this a good idea and then you went back and watched thor and you're like oh yeah no that's no i can't look away didn't we i thought about it while we were watching it this time i was mm-hmm. like man release the eyebrow cut uh, but I feel like we did something. We did like a hashtag, something like that. We made a joke about that when we watched it because it's so distracting. Um, I showed it to Amanda yeah. too, and she was like, I can't look away now. And I was like, yeah, it's awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it really throws, like, I'm like, that shouldn't be too much money to have them like adjust that, right? With some more special effects. Just yeah. fix it, and I'd feel better about it. That's one I'd really like. <laughs> It'd be like that uh, that episode of, uh, of Friends where like Joey has one of his eyebrows waxed yes. and it's gone. <laughs> And Chandler has to draw them back on yeah. there. Yeah, we like that. Get exactly. Matthew Perry on this. Get him on here. Mm-hmm. On our show. Yeah, that's to right. To do our eyebrows. Yeah. I guess. Open invitation uh, to Matthew yep. Perry. So what we call the exhibit invite. Exactly. So congratulations <laughs> to you, sir. Man, You've if we been get invited. them on the same show. Yeah. Heads would explode. And 
Jennifer Love Hewitt, who also has an exhibit invite. Uh, yes, and mm-hmm. definitely welcome at any time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so. What are you waiting for? Ah! Uh, <laughs> double dragon. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, uh, did you have anything else you wanted to mention? Any more? No, of that? I think I'm I'm uh, I'm tapped out at this point. It's cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, Is this a short one? I guess it's just a short one. You know, that's fine. I think we actually packed a lot into it. Yeah. So I feel kind of good about it. Shoved as much fudge into this starfish (laughs) as we could, you know? Um, We did. We did. We Mm -hmm. tried. We had a goal. Mm -hmm. We shoved it right in there. There you go. Reverse Play-Doh extruder. Ooh, lovely sound effect. (laughs) Well, uh, yeah, so next week, as you said, we will be taking Mm -hmm. a skip week. So uh, everybody cry over that but then don't worry mm-hmm. because we'll be coming back with an extra awesome episode for our 150th we can't believe it we shall see yeah we'll see if we come back yeah <laughs> i mean again that's like two weeks from now mm-hmm. who the fuck knows what's gonna happen by then we have no clue so how uh, could we know maybe yeah. summer will be here maybe all <laughs> calendars will change and be like no nope uh-uh we're done um but yeah you uh if in the show notes, uh, you can always mm-hmm. find how to contact us if you guys want to do that. Um, please rate yep. and review us on your favorite podcast apps if you'd like. Mm-hmm. And otherwise, thank you for listening. That's always fun for us to know that someone's out there, mm-hmm. I guess. Not really. It makes me really uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anything else for you today, Brent? I think I'm spent. All right. Well, uh, from all of us here, that's me, Brent. Um, uh-huh. Between us, five nuts. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, and and Stegan Meatball Fisher. Oh, that's right. Oh, little listen meatball. to those outtakes. Yeah, get it, guys. Dinosaur focused outtakes today. <laughs> the best. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Until next time. I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And let's talk later. <laughs> I really like that. <laughs> okay. That the trick dart. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought I was like a really muffled toot. <laughs> like maybe like a, through a bamboo shoot. <laughs> so we tried to inv- uh, invent a uh, fart silencer. Exactly. Just made it worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I keep Whoops. blowing up my pants. It's ridiculous. Man, I put this PVC pipe in my ass and it just made it so much worse. Will you take a look at it? No. Yeah. <laughs> I bought it from Goatsy's website. <laughs> I thought, here's the man who knows his butthole. <laughs> Turns out, he knows his butthole. Not mine. <laughs> yeah, I think, I, yeah, I'm recording. Sure. Okay. It'll awesome. work out. <laughs> yeah. How could it go wrong? <laughs> yeah. oh, um, so, just before we started recording, mm-hmm. I showed up to the Skype sesh here. And you had a, a little friend make a cameo on oh, top of your microphone. Yeah, I didn't know. I don't think it'll really affect the sound. I think it'll affect more just my vision trying to look at you. It's kind of distracting, but he's I mean, a little it's, friend. Yeah, it's a little uh, tiny plastic stegosaurus, you oh, know? Yeah. It's about army man size. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry, army person size. Wow. Let's Brent, be yeah, get with it. It's wow. 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, it's painted really cool, too. Can you see that? Yeah, It's like it blue is. to purple. It's like a an ombre look, I've heard. Howdy there. I'm a stegosaurus. <laughs> Man, I saw uh, some artist the other day on Twitter. I don't know who the artist was, though. They uh, they do little drawings about if dinosaurs existed in the Old West. 
and it was like people using them for like labor and stuff so it was like they would go to like the mercantile or whatever and mm-hmm. they would like have like a brontosaurus and they're like carrying barrels on its back and uh, it was really cool though my god how do i not know about this i know i, th- I was like this is a brent thing anytime you put dinosaurs in anything i guess it's good we went to lowe's yesterday mm-hmm. and th- we walked by these um like the succulents, like the, you mm-hmm. know, the cactuses and stuff that you don't have to water as often. Steven, they had these little like <laughs> containers instead of like tiny little like, I, I almost said jars, but I guess they're little like cups or, or vases, but I feel mm-hmm. like vases is like too, it's like little ceramic bowls or whatever that are sure. normally, that house these. Steven, we walked across mm-hmm. the aisle and we found some that were inside of dinosaurs uh. and best believe we bought one <laughs> yeah. and it is in the living room it's a little awesome little allosaurus you know what's an allosaurus mouth. is that a is that a long it's neck? like a it's like a t-rex with an extra finger oh mm-hmm. hmm. maybe a thumb i've never you know, thought so about it before yeah it's eventually like t-rexes died out because they couldn't play video games they kept losing so then the allosaurus like evolved from it wow it's like i got this I think they actually created the N64 controller for Allosaurus, if I remember correctly. They did, and the Konami mm-hmm. code as well. Wow. 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 Yeah. Uh, that's amazing. I didn't know that. I didn't realize that T-Rexes were kind of, you know, ruled out by someone else with just more dexterity. Well, the T-Rex, the Rex in it is like mm. Tyrant King, right? Like, that's what, what the name means. But, but, like, how do you dethrone a king? I'll tell you how. You create a video game. It's like, look, it's bigger than all of us. It's more ferocious. We got to take it out somehow. We got to, it's a, a thinking man's sport to get rid of this creature. So mm-hmm. they invented video games. Dinosaurs did, of course, obviously. Yeah. Duh. We all know this. Been around forever. God. Yeah. Idiots. How do you not know this? <laughs> anyway, so the T-Rex was trying to play, but it was like, you know, it's only got those two fingers. Mm. And it's like, how, how can it even hold a controller? Exactly. You know, like. That's that's gonna take one finger minimum on each hand. I feel like the at least the old school Nintendo ones, regular Nintendo, you could just mm-hmm. set down and they could peck it, you know, because it's just the two buttons and like the but D pad. The T Rex's arms are so short oh, that if it were to right. set it on something, it yeah. would just it would just tip its ass right over. <laughs> I right. I know this because I have a T Rex from Jurassic Park Funko Pop. Its head is too Ooh, large, and they yep. didn't think about weight distribution for it when they molded yeah. it so it constantly falls over and she is just like laying on it on her side yeah on my bookshelf so you know rest in peace that's you're like i have real life experience i know this mm-hmm. is what would happen this is facts this yeah. is dinosaur facts do you think in jurassic park they just wanted to play video games and they were locked away i would have to assume that because hmm. like those um or some type of game sure it, because those those jeeps are on um I guess not on rails, but that's like mm-hmm, to a dinosaur. It might as well be on a rail, kind of like those, uh, uh, are they rail cars or whatever? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. like, uh, there's little like racing cars you would put on an electric track. Yes. And you hold down the trigger mm-hmm. and it would make yes. the car go. It's like that. They wanted to and play think, that. Yeah. The T Rex is like, I want to play. And he's like, I could do that. You just squeeze a trigger. She. Oh, my bad. Yes. Steven, that's 2020. 2020. Wow. Yeah. I apologize, everybody. <laughs> Although I don't know, I, I was saying that they could, she could do it mm-hmm. uh, with the trigger, but the, yeah, I guess there's like the trigger and then the wheel on the side, small arms again. Mm-hmm. God, they just can't win. 
Well, I think it probably saw the coloring on the car and was like, oh, that looks awesome. Kind of like you picked up the, the Stegosaurus and mm-hmm, we sure. were marveling at its uh, coloring. Yep. A lot of time spent on that paint job, like almost an obscene amount on that tiny little plastic Stegosaurus, but I'm it is appreciated. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. pretty badass. It even got, mm-hmm. I, you can't really tell from the camera probably, it has like mm-hmm. speckling towards the bottom, like the belly. Oh, sure. Like yeah, the, the belly's yellow. You know, yeah. body is, main body is uh, like a, was that, like a blue green? Yeah. Something yeah, like it kind of fades from like a greenish blue to dark blue to like purple on the, oh, it's mm-hmm. like way low for you. But yeah. uh, this is great podcasting because everybody can see this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but it's super cool, guys. And here we have lot number 49. It's a plastic painted stegosaurus. Previously owned by one of the co-hosts of the Let's Talk About Stuff podcast. No, not the Canadian one. Madam, sit down. No. Put down your maple leaf bidding paddle. Anyway, the bid begins at $900,000. Where's everyone's leaving? Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, crap. Uh, someone just t- here. Throw it. Throw it in the ground. Here you go. Heads up. Anybody? $7? Anybody? <laughs> Too rich for my blood. Hey, that reminds me. Like, whenever we record our our episodes my uh-huh. wife is usually in the living room we've eaten breakfast and she's ready to hunker down for a nap again nice. just having woken up and of course you know been awake for about an hour and 25 minutes she's ready for a nap <laughs> so uh here recently she's told me that she's been unable to do so and i'm oh. like why because like you know the laundry's going off and uh, hold on everyone calm down i'm not saying she's a woman she has to do laundry mm-hmm. matter of fact i started laundry this morning Ooh. so think about it <laughs> okay so <laughs> but no it, it's not because of that she says it's because every once in a while she'll be like ready to like you know just close her eyes and drift off into a slumberland. but mm-hmm. she'll start hearing me just like scream Oh, inside this this office that I've been just uh, screaming weird noises or no, whatever. You never. Yeah. You never like, do that. But Brent, what does a pterodactyl sound like? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Sorry, Brandy. <laughs> Not you'll listen to this, but, you know, no. maybe she yeah. was just closing her eyes. It's possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that wonderful shrieking from her husband in the back mm-hmm. room. Well, look, it's dinosaur-related, right? Exactly. Yeah. And it's a dinosaur kind of show today. It is. It's kind of nice. Which, uh, sync word, right? I don't remember what it was anymore. Stegsalent? Is that what it was? Yeah, Stegsalent. Yeah, in honor of your uh, wonderful dinosaur companion. Did we name him? I was thinking about that last week. I I brought him last week. I would never presume to name another person's dinosaur. Oh, okay. I have to name it? Uh, I have to think about that. Obviously, you have first, first dibs. Well, I was wanting your help, I guess. Oh, I didn't okay. know if you had any good dinosaur names offhand. Hmm. I'll accept suggestions. Because okay. I don't really know. <clears throat> I've never, I haven't met a lot of them. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to like offend. Is this a female as well? Are they all females? Is this Jurassic Park? Um, it's not necessarily Jurassic Park. Um, okay. it, it's up to you. Um, I was going to suggest Stegen Fisher. Um, but... Stegen, Stegen. It's mm-hmm. kind of nice. It's like yeah. a Norwegian yeah sounding something like that oh hello i'm a stegosaurus <laughs> the rest of the three just meet the bows how about full name stegen meatball fisher 
Stegan Meatball Fisher. Okay, yeah. there you go. Stegan, mm-hmm. He's a Stegan Meatball. He's yeah. a he's a he's a chubby little guy. <laughs> <laughs> you can find my kind inside of a Nike. Oh man, don't bring him because he'll just stay there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. While you're looking at furniture, mm-hmm. he's just shoving his mouth full of meatballs. Well, he's got those little uh, spikes on its tail, right? Mm-hmm. So we could use that as an Allen wrench. Oh, there you, go. you know. <laughs> I was like, yeah, oh, okay, I follow, sure. Yeah. Are yeah. they uh, carnivores, though? No, they are herbivores. So veggie meatballs. Yeah, and they get high, so, yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, Stegsalent? Stegsalent, and if you could, uh, in, in uh, Stegsalent Meatball Fisher's honor, mm-hmm. if you could uh, place him or her or they atop your microphone sure. yet again, at least for the sink. I'm going to uh, write down this name, make sure I don't forget it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe you guys heard that little mm-hmm. put them on there. All right, Stegan. Here we oh, go. And that means, oh. Brent, how cool. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, my middle name is Michael, uh, for people that don't what? know. I know. So my initials are SMF, and he is Stegan Meatball Fisher, SMF, mm-hmm. still in the family. Wow. I'm very proud of that. Wow. And it just happened. It just happened. That wasn't planned? No. It's not like I was like, Guys, oh, I got to make the word meatball appear in the show today. <laughs> that didn't happen. If you think any of our show is ever planned, you are out of your God goddamn no. mind. <laughs> I do kind of like the idea of, like, we have a, a word we have to try to throw in as often as possible, or like maybe a mm-hmm. series of them, mm-hmm. um, see how we can work them in. But we don't do that currently. Yeah. And that sounds like a lot of work, so we probably never will, but... Yeah. What are we, a couple of meatballs? Come on. If you can, just, go, just go ahead and, and uh, write that down. We, we got to keep track of all these meatballs. All <laughs> yeah, we have, to, we have to turn in the invoice to Big Podcast. We gotta make oh, sure we, man. We got to make sure we don't get paid, but also don't get fined. So <laughs> so we have to pay more. Yeah, we want right. to avoid yeah. that for sure. Yeah, we, we can't handle that. <laughs> anyway, anyway. All, all right. right. So, <clears throat> Stegsalent on three okay. to sync. If we're doing a special way. <clears throat> Okay. (gasps) (gasps) Who let the dogs out? Yeah, there we go. (laughs) Oh, I feel like I made it worse. I do that all the time. I'll try to like clear it, and then it's like, oh no, I just lodged more in there. Great. Yeah. Shifted it (laughs) around my my hanging ball more. It's like if you, (laughs) it's like if you were raking leaves, and then you realized that you raked Mm. all the leaves into your own yard because you were raking leaves out of your neighbor's yard. You're like, oh, this. I've just wow. I did this entirely wrong. This this has doubled at least the work for me. I made my life worse. Par for the course. Yep. (laughs) I hope they they enjoy it. Clean yard for them. All right. right. Excellent. On three. One, two, three. Stexcellent. L-P.